Hey guys, welcome along to episode 12 of our special story podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa's going mental in front of me. Extra excited this week because it is Elijah's 10th birthday. Week. Week. <laughs> it was his birthday yesterday. Yes. And we had an awesome time. The kids wanted to celebrate by having a dance party. And right. so we did Let's that and just had a, had a fun family day. Check out our Instagram or Facebook for some vids of that and pictures. Yeah. And Saturday we're having an All Blacks party. Yeah. Which is our New Zealand rugby team. And Best in the world. Just yep. saying. Yep. So, yeah, we decided that we would force that upon our child. Yes. <laughs> I like to pretend that he likes to watch rugby with me. <laughs> because when I put rugby on, I actually do think he likes it, though. No, I think he does, too. When I put rugby on, yeah. even if it's like super rugby or international rugby, he'll still sit there and watch it with me. Yeah. It's our little boy thing. It's our boys our boys' time. Yeah. Me and, me and my boy hanging out. So... <laughs> Whether he likes it or not, I like it. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> so we're going to do the party. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to be fun because we're going to black out the room and got a cool cake coming and I've got some of his friends from school coming yeah, and cousins. Joyous. It's going to be awesome. A big celebration for his team. Yes. And because it is his 10th birthday week, we thought in this episode we would spend some time reminiscing over the memories that we have of the last 10 years with our boy. Yeah. Telling some of the funny stories, some of the hard stories, some of the special stories. And uh, and just sharing a bit of a bit of a reminisce. Having a bit of a campfire reminisce yeah. about our journey so far. So let's get on it. One of the things that we have an abundance of is money. No. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> um, one of the things we have an abundance of that I wish we had a dollar for every time we had one of these is poo stories. Yes. <laughs> we have, and like seriously, I want to write a book called Code Brown 101 Poo Stories. Um, from a special needs parent or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> we have so many poo stories. And over the last 10 years, um, like seriously, there are times when I am just so grossed out at our life. <laughs> <laughs> grossed out is an understatement. <laughs> I'm sitting there with like crap on my hands and just surrounded in crap everywhere. And you're just overwhelmed. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there going, my life grosses me out. <laughs> <laughs> and kids gross me out. Like, you love your kids. And kids are real cute and stuff. Man, they're gross. Like, yeah, poo and snot, eh? Oh, yeah, yuck. 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 And then they're, when they're spewing as well, they got to spew. But, oh, just gross. But I often will hear from the bedroom, Emily, Emily, I don't know where to start. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, flip another poo. <laughs> yeah. But we, yeah, so we have we have this abundance of poo stories. And we do. I, I remember one of the funny stories is one night we were in our old house that we no longer live in, and <laughs> hence it being our old house, <laughs> if you didn't catch that. <laughs> but 
we were we were we were cooking dinner and all the kids were kind of quiet. I think we only had about three kids at this stage. Yeah. Um, but everyone was kind of everyone was sort of quiet and um, my computer's making noises in the background. Everyone was kind of quiet. Like Elijah, I think the kids may have gone to bed. We may have got them down to bed or something. And and Elijah was happy. He was just chilling out. And we would we decided we'd cook dinner together. And we were cooking away in the kitchen. And it was just it was really relaxing. It was mm. like, man, we've just nailed it tonight. We felt so good. We we're having awesome yarns in the kitchen, having a good feed, good hangout time. And um and then we thought, oh, we'd better check on Elijah because he was just in the lounge, which is mm. literally just around the corner. Like we could hear him, but um, and we heard no no dramas going on. Yeah. We walked past him a few times. That's right, yeah, because we had pulled my office chair out mm. of the office. He loves spinning on stuff. And so we pulled out my office chair, which spins in circles, yeah. and he was just playing on that. And so anyway, halfway through, we, I think we might have just about had our dinner ready and we're thinking this night's going awesome. Yeah. And then we decide, well, we'll, um, oh, well, we just walk out to the lounge to grab something. And lo and behold, <laughs> there is Elijah in all his glory. And like he'd been spinning on my chair and had crap, <laughs> like an almighty crap. Because oh, no. as he's gotten older, he, he hasn't grown much. Part of charge syndrome is this thing called growth retardation, meaning they grow really slow. So he's still a really little fella for a 10-year-old. But, man, he poos like a man poo yeah. every time. Like it's huge. Massive. Yeah. real Like proud for him as his dad. Gotta be honest, gotta be proud for the little man. <laughs> but hate cleaning it up. Oh, but yeah, terrible. <laughs> and so in this nappy that he was wearing nappy, obviously he still does. But at the time of this story, he's wearing a nappy and the poo just squeezed out the sides of the nappy. And it like must have ran down his leg and or yeah, something. And it ran down his leg and out <laughs> his pant leg. Yeah. And as he was spinning in a circle, the the centrifugal force, I think that's what it's called. <laughs> Caused the poo to go down his leg and out his pant leg, and it formed a perfect poo, poo circle, circle on our carpet. <laughs> and so he just had this weird oh. kind of little poo circle on the carpet. It almost oh, looked it like some horrible. little cult ritual on a movie. That <laughs> 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 he was putting himself in the center of. And so he, yeah. So anyway, our calm night um, was just an illusion. Oh, we spent. So long scrubbing the carpet because yeah. the carpet was like really, really light gray colored <coughs> carpet. Yeah, it so, was some weird, yeah. like the worst color for kids. Yeah. And he just went and crapped all over it <laughs> in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the summer holidays, I like to take the kids away and I enjoy going and staying with my family for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, I think it was last summer. There was this one day I will never forget because it was like the most dramatic day of our life with Elijah, like in a funny way, but like so intense. So it started off, we went to the beach and we were driving there and all of a sudden I was like, man, it stinks. I, I wasn't no, on you this trip. There, no. Where was I? I think you were recording somebody or something. Okay. So often I get out of the house when he's That's recording right. someone. Yeah. <laughs> Take the kids away. And so I'm with my sister driving to the beach. And I was like, oh, it smells. And she was like, oh, no. And I said, can you just look behind you and check Elijah? And she looked and there was like poo all over, I think all over his hands maybe, or at least like 
down the side just of the everywhere, eh? The, um, just plastered yeah. all through his car seat. And so we're like, oh, we're gonna stop. So we stopped. <laughs> we had to pull over on the side of the road, and I had to on like it was such a busy road, and we had to like pull over. <laughs> Up on the grass, like I had to scrub the car seat with baby wipes because that's all I had. Uh, and then I had to like um, change him right there. Oh, man. <laughs> like the poor boy. And yeah, anyway, we did that, took off, went to the beach, went home, got home. And honestly, like, well, honestly, like only home for like a couple of hours. Mm. And then all of a sudden I was like, um, Elijah was in, outside and I was inside. I could see him from a distance, but I thought, oh, I better just go check him. Anyway. I go over there and he has pooed again and he has got into his nappy and he's rubbed oh. it all over his face <laughs> and all over his body. I have got footage of this. <laughs> and it, my, my parents live on land yeah, so and there's cows farm. around. Yeah. So there's flies everywhere oh. like stuck to his head, stuck to oh, his face. No. It was disgusting. <laughs> so we got the hose and hosed him down and... <laughs> He loved it. He was like, so funny. it was almost like part of his plan to get us to hose him down. <laughs> yeah, he loves water. Yeah. It's classic. And then, okay, so you think that's it, but nah. So the same day, the very same day, <laughs> honestly, it was just so chaotic. He was just in the crazy, he was in such a cool mood, such a cool mood, crazy mood. But I'm in the kitchen, go on the lounge, check on the kids, and there's Elijah, like, with his teeth, scraping the windowsill oh. and scraping all mum and dad's paint off the windowsill oh. and just like pulling this big like oh my a mark in the windowsill. Okay, I'm busy cleaning that up and then he goes into the kitchen. <laughs> okay, while I'm cleaning that up, he goes into the kitchen and I go back out there and here he comes with this massive big knife. <laughs> I'm like, where did he get that? I didn't even know. Like, some he's just started opening drawers, like, and it, so he must have started doing it around then, around mm. January. But I'm like, oh my gosh! I run to him, take the knife off him. I'm like, oh my gosh! And then he spends the next hour going from couch to couch to couch, just jumping up and down, jumping, jumping, jumping <laughs> for like it must have been like honestly. 30 minutes of him doing that, just going from couch to couch, and then he'd jump all across the room. <laughs> I was like, what the heck are you on? Like, what have I put down your Mickey button? But, yes, so it was like one of my my fun days where there was yeah. a whole lot that happened in one day. A lot of day. chaos, but a whole and, lot of fun. And, like, it sounds like, I don't know, it's just a couple of cool stories, but honestly it was like so crazy that whole day. I was just yeah. like from the next thing to the next thing, the next thing. I just couldn't help but laugh at everything. I just had to. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. One of the things that we have discovered about Elijah over the last 10 years is that he loves to squeeze himself into tight spaces. <laughs> <laughs> he loves like if he can jam his hand into a tight space or his finger like he'll get his fingers stuck. Oh, Often constantly. We have a table and chairs outside and he'll get his fingers stuck in the outdoor chairs. Um, <laughs> in the back of it where it's got a crack in there, he'll stick his finger in there and he can't get it out and yeah. he loves it. And in tongs. Yeah. Like the little clip part that holds it together at the bottom. He'll get I his remember, finger jammed yeah, in there. And right? we had to like cut it off one night. <laughs> yeah. And there's been things that we haven't been able to get him out of. Like I can't remember what it was, but I had to like... Um, really lube up his finger with coconut oil and that's, stuff. That's right. That was the um, 
the beach toy, like the little water fountain thingy oh, that you put yeah. sand or water on the top and it spins and there's right. these two holes on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> and he put his fingers in he them and got them stuck. In there. And so he he went through this phase of like, well, he's kind of still in it, but he he's a bit better now. But he went through this phase of climbing into things and just getting in, getting like right inside boxes and in yeah. spaces. Yeah. And I remember one time at our old house, we would were doing our thing and then suddenly we're like, hey, where's Elijah? We haven't seen him in a little bit. And so we start trying to look for him and we're looking around and looking around and we can't find him anywhere. And We I'd, can't hear him. No, he wasn't doing any, he wasn't making any noises. And so we thought either he's running off noises, somewhere. we mean like yeah. through the trackie lights. Yeah, he doesn't do any vocal noises no. anyway. He doesn't use his voice yeah, because of the can, trackie. But he makes clicking noises yeah, and sucking noises yeah. or he'll be coughing and you can hear the trackie making noises. And yeah. He's always making noises with his mouth, just different noises. Yeah. And, um, and so he, he, um, he, yeah, he was totally gone. And I had been doing some yard work and cleaning up underneath our deck at the time, which was one story up. Mm. And underneath was like a, a, um, our house was on a slope on a hill. And so the the deck went out over at the bottom of the hill and had about a, a floor under it, mm. one story under it. And underneath the deck you could get underneath the house. There was a big open space. Yeah. And um And he'd done that before. He'd gotten in under the house before. Crawled right under. <laughs> yeah. And so we thought, crap, maybe he's gone under there because I pulled the I put up a after he got in there one time, I put up a barrier so he couldn't get in there. That's right. But I pulled that down because I was storing some stuff under the house and was mucking around down there. And um so anyway, we're racing all around the house looking for him. Oh, and the other thing he had just started doing at that stage was walking out on our driveway, which was a shared driveway, and people would go quite fast down there. And there's like three or four other houses using the driveway. Yeah. So a lot of people with all their visitors and everything would come speeding past our house. And we thought, God, and we didn't have a gate on our section. And we thought he'd gone out on the drive or something. And so we're running up the driveway. We're checking all the neighbor's yards and everything. Yeah. And couldn't find him anywhere for ages. Starting to freak out at yeah. this point. Because we're like, man, he needs a suction. He can't He can't live without the suction machine. Yeah. This, this is real bad. We're and the neighbors to... have a swimming pool and like there's yeah. just so many so things many going through our mind of yeah. like what could have happened. Instantly, all the ne- like all the worst yeah. of the worst starts going through your mind. So we're running through, like after we'd run through the house, we're checking everywhere inside, behind all the curtains, like under all the beds and all the cupboards, everything, nothing. He wasn't anywhere. I ran down and I went right under the house. Ams ran That's around right. all the neighbors. I crawled right under the house and like all the way to the other side of the house and there's all these little big divots and holes under the house where the um where they had done stuff and man, I was I was like crawling through all of that yeah. and trying to get see where he was and thought, man, if he got under here this could be real bad. But, but we were like weirded out too because we only hadn't had our item for like not even five minutes yeah. or something. We're like, surely he hasn't walked all the way over here or yeah. something because we were like. But we just couldn't find him anywhere. Yeah, we constantly check on him all the time. And then we're like, oh yeah. my gosh, how could we lose a kid? And it's not in like five we, can, minutes. we can't call to him because he's deaf yeah. and he doesn't respond to our voice anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was getting bad. And anyway. As all this is going on, we like we're stopping, we're listening, we're trying to listen for any little just clicky noises and stuff, and just nothing, absolutely nothing. And we so we start retracing our steps and going, okay, 
we saw him in the lounge. Where would he be? He was playing out on the on the back deck there. So I went out there and I'm looking in amongst. We stored all these boxes and stuff out on the back deck for a little bit there, and I was I was going through all the boxes. He wasn't in any of those. Anyway, turns out as I'm going through because I looked in this. We have a cushion, one of those outdoor cushion boxes. It's like a pla- plastic kind of box that doubles as a seat type thing. Yeah when the lid goes down and you put all your outdoor cushions in there from your outdoor furniture and um, and shut it so they don't get all wet and, and ruined in the weather. But anyway, he climbed inside of that and was under some boxes that were in <laughs> that box and <laughs> was lying flat on his back and there's like cockroaches and stuff all oh, crawling around so at the bottom. Gross. It was a gross thing, but he just loves it. He gets in there, he's on his back and he's hiding underneath these two boxes, just lying there. <laughs> Not doing anything, just lying there, just hanging out, enjoying his own space. And so I lift up the thing, and I can't see anything in there. But this time, because I'd checked in there already, and there was I, all I saw was boxes. But this time, I decided I'd lift those boxes up, and lo and behold, there he is, <laughs> hanging out. After searching frantically, man, we were just so freaked out. We had quite a few stories in that in that house on that back deck. I remember one time. Yeah. Remember when we walked out there and we caught him sitting on the yes. railing? He'd like pushed something over. Yeah, he had pushed something over, up. climbed on top of it, and climbed on top of the railing. And this was a kid that would never do stuff like that. Like no. he wouldn't make something like that happen for himself. Like, yeah, it was actually, real bizarre. I know. He grabbed something. I can't remember what it was. It was like a box or a. And this is a kid with severe balance issues. Yeah. And he's sitting on a railing one story up. Oh, my gosh. Could have fallen straight down on our gravel driveway. (laughs) That's when we knew we needed to move. (laughs) We were like, right, this property is not working. Too many hazards. Yeah, Yeah, we got out of there pretty quick after that. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the more special memories that we have out of the last 10 years with Elijah um, revolve around people we've met. We've met some amazing people that we wouldn't have met otherwise yeah if we weren't thrust into the special needs community in this kind of a way hey eh? mm-hmm. um people through the medical community through the educational system just absolute heroes who are doing what they do um like you know i think of a lot of the people in the education system and the special needs education system yeah they're doing what they do for very little money very little financial gain. Yeah. Like a lot of them actually could get paid way more money just doing more mainstream education. But they have such a heart for special needs kids. They've decided to dedicate themselves to that. Mm. And they're just absolutely amazing people. Yeah. Real cool people. Yeah. And then on top of that, those people were also had the privilege of meeting and we we just never would have met these people otherwise if it wasn't for Elijah we've had the privilege of meeting and hanging out with and getting to know special needs kids um through his school and yeah. and through his hospital trips and all of that and man it's just it's been such a life-changing experience for me yeah and for for us hey yeah definitely um and being able to bring our kids into that and it's, yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and so we've got we've got a lot of memories and a lot of stories that revolve around these people mm. that we've met. 
Uh, we can't share all of them because we don't have their permission. We haven't we we haven't asked their permission to do that on the show. But um, one cool thing we have had the privilege of doing over the uh, throughout the last number of years, more recent um, with Elijah is in his school since he's been five he's been at a special needs school here in Tauranga in New Zealand and um, I think it was in his second year of schooling maybe his music therapist the class had a music therapist and the music therapist left Um, it was either in his first or second year of school I think it was yeah second or third oh second or third okay and the music therapist left and so you know they didn't have music in the class anymore and Ams and I are both musicians, and we thought, well, we can do some music. So yeah. we, you know, we teach music. We teach songwriters and, and uh, teach people how to play music. Teach bands all over the country and around the world and stuff. And and so that's we thought, well, we can do that easy, no worries. Mm. And so um, we thought we could help out that way. You know, that would be a way that we can add our strength to what the school's doing and serve these kids. And so. We said to the teacher, "Hey, look, we can we can do some music with the with the kids once a week or something in the class," and they thought, "Oh, that'd be awesome." So we came home, we started looking up kids' songs, and and um, we tried to we thought, "I'll oh, we'll learn like you know four or five really cool kids' songs and go on and do those." And halfway through searching on YouTube, we just kind of thought. I remember having the discussion. We were like, "We teach people how to write songs, and we teach people the power of writing songs." Mm. the importance of writing songs, writing their own song, and what that means. And so we should be writing a song for these kids. Like We can't just teach it and not do it. We should be writing a song. So so we thought, yeah, let's do that. So we got the kids' names and we wrote a song revolving around their names with a real simple little chorus. And um, we took it in and, and played it to these kids. There's like six kids or something in his class, maybe something seven. Something like that, yeah. So it's a real intimate environment. We used to playing to you know um, small crowds, not big crowds of people, but small crowds of people, but nonetheless a crowd. Mm. And these kids, it's like a semicircle of of six or seven kids, and it's with some teacher aids. Yeah, with some teacher aids, <laughs> one one to one teacher aid mostly in that class, and yeah, so really awkward environment to be singing songs in, mm-hmm. <laughs> and because none of the kids sing along. A lot of them are non-verbal, um, and yeah, they they don't have, some of them don't have the ability to sing along. But nonetheless, we thought we've got to do this, so we we sang this song, and I think we've written two songs, so mm-hmm. we sang both of them. But the one song that I'm thinking of that really stuck was this one called "You Are Special," yeah. And um, the chorus is real simple, and just uh, the whole song is basically about how special these kids are, because every day people are trying to you know. For the, for the good of this kid. They're trying to teach this kid stuff. They're trying to change these kids. They're trying to get them to do stuff that they can't do. Yeah. And a lot of these kids, I get the sense, a lot of these kids feel pretty hopeless and helpless because they can't do a lot of the simple things that mm. everyone around them can do. Yeah. Like they can't pick up a pen and write very well. They can't grab the spoon and feed themselves, a lot of them. Mm. You know, and little things that yeah. they see other people doing, they can't do. And so people are trying to make them do stuff all the time, mm. um, which is helpful. It's good. It's necessary. But at the same time, we want these kids to know that no matter what, they're special. Yeah. Like not just the way they are. Yeah, just yeah. the way they are. Not because they can, when they learn how to do what everyone else can do, 
just the way they are. They're yeah. totally uniquely special and mm. invaluable. Like totally just you can't put a value on them. They're yeah. Amazing. So anyway, um, we sing this song and I remember in this class there was this little girl and we wrote a verse around her. And um, when we sang out the verses, we faced each of these kids and we sang it directly to them. Mm. And it was quite a quite a um, cool little moment that we'd share with each of these kids. And anyway, they uh, we stopped the song and, you know, we finished the song. And this little girl gets up. Like, firstly, the teachers were like, man, I can't believe this girl. I won't say her name because we haven't asked if we can or not. But they couldn't believe that she sat still through the whole thing. She would never sit still for circle time. But then uh, what she did next blew us all away, where she walks over. She hardly speaks at all, this girl. And she walks over to the mirror on the other side of the class and looks as she's looking at herself in the mirror, she sings the chorus of the song back to herself. Mm. While she's looking at herself, she sings, You're special, special, special. Just the way you are, ah, ah. And in that moment, like, that just wrecked us all. Yeah. And we knew in that moment, man, this is this is something that is so worth doing. <laughs> yeah. And, and something we never, ever would have had the opportunity to do, probably. Yeah. yeah. You know, if... Without Elijah. Yeah. And so, yeah. And that song went on to... they We recorded that song for them and they played it every morning in that class that's how they started yeah. their day with the national anthem yeah. and with the US special and they performed it at the end of the year um, that's right assembly thing <laughs> yeah yeah so that was another cool memory we they gathered the whole school together like a bunch of kids and a whole lot of their families yeah. in this hall packed out mm. totally total chaos and each class did a performance and Elijah's class his teacher asked if they could do the US special song but they wanted to perform it live. And so we're like, yeah, sure. So we, I took the acoustic guitar in and, and played it while they, we sang each kid's verse. They would take that kid and parade them around the stage and yeah. do a little dance with them. It was really cool. But afterwards we just had parents and grandparents coming up in tears. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I remember one a lot of grandparents just sent us gifts and <laughs> wanted to give us stuff. They were just so touched by it. <laughs> but yeah, just being able to connect with these people and and get involved in other people's lives is and involved in other people's stories. Yeah. Because of Elijah, these like we would never have mm. connected with these absolute phenomenal people. Yeah. Um, and we've just got so many stories out of his school. It's just crazy. Like I've got a bunch running through my head right now and I just love to sit and reminisce on those. Yeah. So special. Yeah. So phenomenal. I even think about our time when he was in hospital, when he was, you know, for those first three months of his life mm. and just the special times there and the people we met there. And, yeah. and I think about the hospital and the school and I'm like, wow, really what the hospital was like family to us in yes. that moment. And the school is like family to us. Yeah. Like some of the connections and, you know, what we've made with that school. And I just even think about how yeah. they love Elijah. Like mm. it's not, they're not just teaching him. They actually love him. Like I hear them say to him, I love you. Have a good holiday. Yeah. Like <laughs> what teacher does that to their kid, you know, yeah. to their student? And, um, yeah, and just the time in hospital where we were 
you know, we had really, really bad days and yeah. most days were bad and we had some good days, but they were all a part of that with us, the yeah. nurses and stuff, and it was just such a yeah, it's amazing funny, eh? time. Mm. So just tell those really hard times, the people that surround you. Yeah. Um, yeah, the connection is so important. Like it just yeah. carries you through those times. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing we've learned with our journey with Elijah. Eh? It's it's not so much about um I don't know, it's hard it's hard because it really is about who you're with, but at the same time I think what we need as human beings is connection. Yeah. And I have just been blown away to find um to discover where we find those connections. Yeah. You know, I never would have thought that no, the connections so with the nurses and the doctors that we share would be significant. Yeah. Because you you just treat it like a working relationship, yeah. but in the end, they are involved in some of the most crazy moments of your story. Yeah, the most gut wrenching lows and the most like overwhelming highs. Yeah, they're there. Yeah, and same with his school. Yeah, like yeah, it's they they're involved in the most important and significant parts of your your journey and your life. Yeah, and so yeah, those connections and the connections with the special needs kids and yeah and yeah, it's just. It's crazy. It's been a wild one. Yeah. It's been a good one. (laughs) It has. It has. It's been awesome. Yeah. I mean, obviously along the way, we have had a whole lot of funny stories. We love to laugh. Ams and I, I think one of our strengths is that we can laugh. And we laugh a lot at each other. We laugh a lot at ourselves. Yeah. And the kids have picked up on that. And uh, They laugh at us also. (laughs) They're great at laughing. And, um... We have a lot of funny memories, but we also have a lot of really special memories. Like we were just talking about the people we've met are probably the most special memory that we have throughout his story, throughout the last 10 years. Um, but then also we have a whole lot of really hard, really, really hard um, stories, which mm. are also really precious. Yeah. And we don't want to forget. And um, yeah, and we don't like... We love to laugh and we love to remember the good stuff, but at the same time, remembering the hard stuff and remembering where we've come from is really important, eh? Yeah. Because it puts things in perspective. Like when Elijah was young, I remember, man, it was the darkest time of our life Mm. still to this day. Like I have never been in a hellhole like that. No. Where maybe between the ages of like zero and four. Yeah. Something like that. He was just, he was always unwell. And um, particularly like around zero to three, he was he was literally spewing after every single meal. Yeah, for like, like power chucks, power chucks, the whole bluffing meal. <laughs> yeah, for three years. So that that was really really tough and a really stressful time on us um, with our marriage, our friendship, and everything. Yeah, it was. It was so hard. And because it wasn't just that he would vomit. It was after his feed, you'd have to sit next to him for two hours while he was dry reaching and gagging. Yeah, and just trying. waiting for that spew to come. Yeah, so it didn't and he like... was trying so hard to hold it down. Yeah. But then eventually it would just all come out. Yeah. And you had to watch him so closely because you didn't want it to go down his tracky. That's right, yeah. Painful. Yeah, and then obviously the... He, he was sick all the time and so we're suctioning him all the time through the night. We're pretty much like on shift work, 
our marriage was just on the rocks because of it. We were so stressed out and strung out. Yeah. So that was that was a really dark time. Yeah. And you had those like everyday things that you're dealing with. Yeah. And then you had like the extra stressful things on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> that would set you over the edge like I remember his first ever seizure. So he he has febrile seizures. He's had about five or six febrile seizures. Mm. And um, the first one he ever had was when I was at mum and dad's. And I think Rain was a baby. And we were, uh, I was just there with the girl, with Elijah and Rain and my sisters. And Elijah was sick, but it was really hard to tell with him how sick he was until he was really sick and I remember this one day in particular he I didn't even know he had a fever so I just thought he was maybe a little bit tired or yeah and so I think because he was sick all the time it was like it just totally did get so hard to tell how sick he was and so um I remember was sitting on the ground and he was on the couch and all of a sudden I just started to kind of hear like him, the couch kind of vibrating a bit. And I look over and he's like full on shaking and convulsing and like drawing at the mouth, having a full on seizure. And I'm just like, I don't know about you, but like when things like that happen, <laughs> I have a bit of a reputation around here. <laughs> Oh, I turn into like a nutbag. Yeah. <laughs> like I flip my lid, eh? <laughs> well, I was like, I think I always automatically go to worst case scenario if I see something like that because I've seen him at worst case scenario in yeah. my life so many times. Mm. And, um, well, obviously Especially not worst, worst case scenario. Yeah, but well, at that stage in hospital, everything was an emergency. Oh, yeah. And just, so, yeah. yeah. Like every day you're walking into him nearly dying and so yeah so that that was going on and I was just freaking out lucky my sisters were there far out (laughs) but my sister put him up grabbed and put him on his side and then my other sister rang the ambulance and honestly I was just running around the house like swearing my face off I was like he's gonna die he's gonna die (laughs) oh I look back now I can laugh but in that moment I was terrified like I I, and I was just like no no he's got um what's it called when uh epilepsy and I was like he's got epilepsy this is another thing for me another thing for us and I was just like (laughs) freaking out and the lady on the phone was like can you please tell the mother to calm down (laughs) 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 oh goodness but you know, I'm, I feel like it's fair enough that I was like that. <laughs> <laughs> you have an excuse for it. Yeah. But didn't didn't um, Steph, your sister, tell you to shut up or something like yeah, that? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was very, like, sternly said, just calm down. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, he got rushed to hospital and it was found out about his febrile seizures and, you know, he's had a few since then. But, um, yeah. like, yeah, just those those moments where, mm. you know, you're dealing with the everyday heart and then you have something like that on top of is just so intense. And I remember yeah. another time where we were at mum and dad's and um, I think you were building for my brother. Yeah. And I was there. And anyway, mum and dad had one of those big poles, um, kind of like a big paddling pole, but a really big one. Yeah. 
and um, <clears throat> they were just started to put the water out in it because um, it was like not very safe when Elijah's around. So the water that had been emptied. And I was inside. Honestly, I did not look at him for like five minutes. And this is at a point where he started getting real fast. So like I was so used to him never trying anything, never doing anything, not moving. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, after years of that, and then all of a sudden he just kind of takes off and you're just so not, I wasn't used to it. And he has the curiosity of a two-year-old with the reach of a seven-year-old. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So So you have to watch him all the time. Yeah. And, um... And water, obviously, with the trackie is like mm. big no-no. You just don't go near it. Yeah. And anyway, the the pole had a cover on. You know, I didn't look for like five minutes. And honestly, all of a sudden, I saw the cover. It was like it had sunk down and I just bolted. I just ran because I knew that he'd fallen in. And I didn't even know he could. He couldn't even climb. Like, I don't even know how the heck he got in. Like, And lucky, there wasn't much water. But he, he went under because he'd gone right in and under and he was wet everywhere, but he'd got himself back up because it wasn't deep enough for him to, you know, be stuck underwater in. And um, I pulled him out and he was just coughing, 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 bright red in the face. Like, it was so scary. Again, I flipped the lid yeah. <laughs> and I rang Josh and I was like, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. He's like, just yeah. calm down. He goes, get a trekkie, where's a trekkie? And honestly, I was pacing. Like, I didn't know where a trekkie was. <laughs> My mum and dad were with me and they were with Elijah. And, um, and I don't know how, but Josh just knew what to do in that moment, which was incredible. And he just said to me, just pull the trekkie out. He'll cough water out. And you didn't even know eh, that that's what would Happen or did no, you? No, I just had an, I don't know. I just figured it all just made sense to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. That's how it worked. Yeah. So I was like, you've just got to pull the trackie out. He'll cough all the water out that's yeah. trapped in his airway. Yeah. And then you can put a new trackie in and he'll be fine. That's right. So I finally did it and, and I pulled exactly it out and he coughed happened. the water out. It was amazing. Yeah. And put the trackie in. As soon as I did that, he was totally fine. And ambulance came by that point and checked him and he was fine. And I... I'd like, I don't anymore. It took me quite a few years, to be honest, thinking about it now, <laughs> to get over every time when Amberly <laughs> called me when I was out of the house, my heart would race a little bit. Yeah. Because I was, I've had calls from Amberly when Elijah has nearly drowned. Like that was one. Yeah. When Elijah was having a seizure, I had to race around, hazard lights on. Um, oh, you, when his trackie blocked one. When his or... trackie blocked, yeah. And, I've had a call. And when you crashed the car. Why am I the flipping one that's always stuck with the emergency situation? When you rolled the car across a ditch with Elijah in the back, I got a call from Amberly while she's in the car. (laughs) The car's on its side. And she's like, I can't turn around. I don't want to look if Elijah's still alive or not. (laughs) (laughs) These are the kind of calls that I get. This isn't even funny. I know. But this is our life. This is our life. Exactly. I'm like, why do I honestly have to be stuck with all these flippin' dramatic things? <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I had the worst anxiety anyway. So, yeah, I mean, pretty crazy, crazy, mo- yeah. <laughs> pretty crazy moments were shared over the last yeah. 10 years. And he's been an absolute trooper with, um, you know, just with the way he's, He's oh, coped with it all. He's just phenomenal. Everything to deal with, eh? Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, it's been awesome to see the the impact that he's had on our family just with having a child with special needs and who he is and and all of that. It's just made such an impact on us as a family and on our other kids as well. Yeah. But there's still, even in that, there's 
there are the really gut-wrenching hard times. Mm. Like I remember just totally being knocked over when rain came to me one time, our seven-year-old daughter, and she says, Dad, and she's quite serious and soft-spoken in this moment, and she says, Dad, I really wish Elijah could talk. Mm. And, you know, she was genuinely just like wanting her brother to be able to talk. Mm. And in those moments, you just like, I just, I just cried. Mm. What else can you do? You know, I just I had tears in my eyes and I said, baby, I wish he could too. Mm. I really wish he could too. And that's all you can say. And you just you cry together and, and, um, yeah. But those moments, as hard as they are, all the moments that we've got, you know, the, the times he's had pneumonia, the, the darkness of those first three or four years, the, like the strain on our marriage and, even financially, there's been such a struggle over mm. the years because for the first number of years, we we couldn't hold down a job. We couldn't mm. both work. It was a two-person job taking care of him 24-7. Yeah. And so literally just no money. Mm. And so the stress that puts on your marriage and on your family mm. is just unreal, man. Yeah. Like it's it just breaks anybody. Yeah. And so all of that stuff sucks so bad. But looking back, ten, even just 10 years down the track, you look back at those moments, eh? and they are special. Yeah. I'll never say they were good. No. <laughs> they still sucked. Yeah. But And seeing your son go through stuff like that, I'll never say that that stuff is good because yeah. that's him. That's, that's horrible. It. Yeah, that's horrible for him. And he's the one carrying that. But there's special, there's something special in those moments. Yeah. That you still, even as bad as they suck you still treasure them mm. and um you treasure the the i don't know you treasure the beauty that comes out of the brokenness yeah so it's been 10 years of good bad ugly crazy <laughs> <laughs> emotional <laughs> wild ride yeah and I can truly say, we can say that raising that kid has been the best flipping thing that's ever flipping happened to us. Yeah. <laughs> I love, we love him so much, and yeah. he's brought so much richness to our lives. Yeah. And um, I'm just so stoked that we get to raise him for another. Yeah. I don't know how long am I gonna live. <laughs> Two hundred years, let's say. <laughs> You know, nah, it's been it's been incredible. It's been an incredible ten years and mm. everything that we've gained and learned and experienced through it has been absolutely amazing and mm. I would not trade it for anything. Yeah. And yeah, I'm stoked that we got to share some of our yeah, crazy journey over the last ten years with you guys and I hope you enjoyed it. All the stories. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. And uh, if we've learned anything, it's over the last 10 years, it's to laugh a lot, yeah. cry just a little bit, and love <laughs> as much and as far and as deep and as wide as you possibly can. Yeah. Have an awesome rest of your week. <laughs>